BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Friday edition Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. Buck Sexton is soon going to be headed to Scotland. I think he's doing today's show in a kilt in New York City. As uh, as we all get ready for uh, that departure. Are you excited to get on the plane and head to Scotland? I, I've promised Carrie that I'm not going to put on a kilt the first day, but I make no promises about the rest of my time there. I may ask a lot of strangers where I can get the best haggis. I'm excited. Have you ever had haggis before? I've never been to Scotland. I never had haggis. I've really never even been to the UK before, which is so this is real first time. So I, I made like a stopover on the way to Eastern Europe when I was like 13 and I was in London for basically a day, yeah. um, but that doesn't really count. I don't even remember it. So uh, I'm excited, man. I, I, I've seen Braveheart so many times that I can basically do any scene from the movie at this point. Like not even the famous ones only. Like I can, you could tell me any part of it. I could jump in and play both sides of it. Also, Clay, have you and Mrs. Travis watched Outlander together? No, I'm, I don't know anything about Outlander. Outlander is gonna. If you try it, it will suck you in. The, guy, the guys like it. The ladies like it. It's a very watch, especially the first couple of seasons. Very Carrie and I are into it right now. Very watchable show. So, so uh, you will be posting. Uh, you're going to love the castles. Will you be posting photos and things on Instagram for people who are left stateside during this trip, or, or is this a no social media in, in endeavor? Like, I'll take photos. I usually like to do all the posting when I come back. It was really nice. I so appreciate everybody who was saying nice things about um, me getting married this past week but it's just because we finally got the photos you know from the photographer (laughs) so people were like you got married i'm like actually uh seven months ago eight months ago but you know we just hadn't really gotten around to posting the the that's the thing everyone the photos you take with your own phones these days those are always the ones that end up getting shared about the event right away you know professional photos they got to retouch them never it takes longer 
No doubt. So uh, Buck's with us here uh, for the first half of the show. Then he's heading legitimately to Scot- Scotland, which should be pretty awesome. All right, we got a ton of stories that are out there. First, I saw Trump yesterday, Buck. Um, he was in Nashville doing a fundraiser. Kid Rock and... Um, was he like, uh, Clay, I, I hear that some <laughs> of the ladies think you're very hot, but probably not as hot as me. Let's be honest, because the hottest... Uh, Kid Rock and John Rich brought him out, very Nashville flavor, and um, so I got to talk to Trump for a little bit, and he now is making the argument as we get ready for the uh, for the official launch. I would say I think the first debate is really, in many ways, the official launch. I think we have audio of Trump making the argument that everybody else should drop out as he now has opened this 40-point lead. So I want to get your take on this, Buck. Also, we need to talk about Ron DeSantis's debate strategy getting leaked. We got uh, the fallout continuing in Maui, which is which is awful. Uh, and, uh, and Bill Barr and Brian Kemp and Vivek Ramaswamy rising, a bunch of different levels to dive into. But let's start here. Trump now, yesterday, I believe, Buck, made the argument, hey, I've opened up such a big lead. It's time for everybody to come together. Listen to that. Great polls just out, leading by 40, 50, and even 60 points. Who expected that? I did. Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, all very strong, but also leading Biden very big. The sanctimonious is crashing. Perhaps the party should come together. People should drop out of the race. We unify. And we beat Biden and the Democrats. They should be easy to beat because our country has never been in worse condition than it is right now. Thank you. <sighs> okay. So can right. we, you want, want to get into this right now? We got yeah, more in the setup. This. Yeah, let me say this too. Trump talked for an hour and 15 minutes at his, uh, at his fundraiser. Not public, so I'm not going to say the things that he talked about. But I will in generality say this, Buck. Almost nothing about DeSantis or attacking any other Republican. He went almost full bore for an hour and 15 minutes on how awful Joe Biden was. So I think on some level, Trump has opened up such a lead that he's just decided we're into the general election now. And he's almost shifted his attention in many ways. He took a little shot at DeSantis there, but not showing up for the Republican debate and basically going after Biden feels like he feels like he's got this race won and now it's time to start the attack on Biden. Well, you know, there's there's acting like you've been in the end zone before, and then there's having been in the end zone before. You know what I mean? This guy was president, right? So he, he's been to the big dance. He understands the dynamics involved. He's been through a successful campaign and an unsuccessful campaign. I think there's a learning process that comes from that, too. Uh, and I know people can say, oh, it's not as... Irrespective of what anyone thinks, Joe Biden managed to become the president, so there were lessons learned in that process. Lessons learned about uh, ballot measures and security and and turnout and a whole bunch of things. On the should the other candidates drop out component of this. Uh, Look, one thing that I'm curious about first off the bat is all of a sudden everyone's telling, they're all telling Ron DeSantis to drop out. Why isn't Vivek being asked to drop out? I mean, I, I look, Vivek would say that he doesn't know. I'm sure if we had him on, he'd say, I have no idea. But that strikes me as a bit strange. You know, it's everyone needs to drop out. And by everyone, we mean Ron DeSantis. Yeah. 
well, okay. I mean, you could make an argument the first people who should drop out are actually the ones who are getting two, three, maybe 5% in some of the polls because they have no chance of really winning, but they're not a, a top-tier candidate. Now, they would argue, I'm sure, well, look at you know, look at Howard Dean and look at where Rudy Giuliani was in 2008 and all this stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I think that there's that component of it where people have a fair questions to ask here. Uh, I think that a, a primary process can be – people are of two minds about this. Let me ask you this before – there's a whole other thing I want to ask about the, the ballots, the state ballots – uh, and a theory that could be a real problem for Trump down the line that people have brought up. We'll get to that in a second. Um, a legal problem, I mean. But there's the argument that a primary is a gauntlet that strengthens the eventual winner and the argument that actually you just spend a lot of money, time and effort trying to become the guy or the gal. Uh, what do you which side of that do you come come down on for this? Because I hear it both ways and I think both sides at least have an argument to make. So I I think a lot of being a candidate is about figuring out how to find your voice. And I don't think that Trump needs to figure out how to find his voice. For better or worse, people know what Trump's voice is. I do think there's an interesting question. The Wall Street Journal had an argument that people need to drop out this morning as well, Buck. But it was an argument from a different perspective than Trump. Their argument was people need to drop out so that we can have a legitimate race, 1v1, mano a mano, whoever's left with Trump. I do think it's it's worth asking to everybody out there. Vivek has made a move. I, I think Vivek has been the biggest winner of the campaign, let's say, from May on. Let's leave aside Trump because he's obviously been in the lead the whole time. Of the non-Trump candidates, Vivek is the only one who's really made a move. Now, Chris Christie appears to have made a little bit of a move in New Hampshire, if you look at some of that polling. DeSantis has, at best, stayed the same, come back a little bit, but he's still the number two. He, he lost ground. I mean, DeSantis was within striking distance of the lead in, what, January of, of this yes. year, the beginning? Oh, certainly, yeah. And so he's lost ground. That That's yes. what I think has been surprising to the DeSantis camp. And that's also why you're seeing these stories planted in the media, because some of the people on that camp, first of all, a lot of people have been fired. There are egos involved here. People that work on campaigns want to work on other campaigns. So, you know, you start to see the when people are jockeying to control the narrative in a campaign at this stage, it means there's been some problems. So here's my first thing. I agree with Trump all partly. And I also agree with the Washington, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Wall Street Journal partly. I think if you are not on the stage for the first Republican debate. In other words, you weren't able to get the 40,000 donors or the 1% or 2% of the overall uh, polling numbers. You should drop out because you have absolutely no chance. Now, also, if you're not on the stage, Buck, what's the total percentage that the non-people on the stage right now have in overall support? 3 4% total? Yeah. Like, they're almost non-entities already, but I do think you should go ahead and clear that deck. And then if you do not make a big move after this Republican debate on Wednesday, so we're talking two, three weeks after the debate, you get to talk to 20 million people or however many people are watching, and you don't then move at all, I think that you should start to drop out. I think there should be, in my opinion, if I were waving the magic wand, there should be four or five people 
all of whom believe they have legitimate candidacies that are running in Iowa and New Hampshire at the top of the line. Now, the problem you run into, and you've talked about this a lot on the show, what do you lose by running for president and not winning? This is where we go to our uh, recurring theme on the show, which is that you want to find the result, look at the incentives. And the incentives for prosecutors in New York and Atlanta, for example, is... Throw everything you got at Trump. Doesn't matter how crazy it is. It's good for you, the prosecutor. Bad for the country, but good for the prosecutor. The incentives for almost everybody. I mean, you know, people are saying, oh, you could damage yourself for the future. For I will say this. I think Glenn Youngkin was considering it. And I think he realized he's kind of like the guy who's like, yeah, I'm going to get in the middle of the bar fight. And then he's seen a few people lose some teeth. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to wait till the next bar fight. Like this one looks a little rough. So I think he's getting ready. This is just my personal feeling for the next yeah. election. And he knows that being a popular governor of Virginia, you know, Virginia has often been a at least people thought it would be um, uh, a platform for national office. You know, we've had a number of people that have come out of there that think that they will have that that kind of a run, um, including Bob McDonald. It's funny, actually, as we know, who's then taken out by a prosecution, which we all should keep in mind. So, Clay, I, I think uh, it's very unlikely you're going to see these other people drop out. And, um, you know, w- what really, to the point about incentives, the downside is that you're going to be trusting the narrative to somebody who has beaten you up uh, up to this point. You're going to have raised a lot of money from donors and not spend it on your actual campaign. And you don't get all that exposure. I mean, look, you know, it's funny because Vivek doesn't really care about, well, I mean, not really about money anymore, right? So getting a million dollar, you know, if you get a million dollar book advance these days, that's like, you know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of money for anybody, but these things yeah. are more rare. Uh, that, that for Vivek is like couch cushions money. He doesn't really care. So for him, I think the, uh, being in the center of the storm, so to speak, is a big part of the appeal. Uh, I think DeSantis still just believes that he would be a very, very effective in the role. And uh, certainly the record in Florida supports that he'd be effective. I think he'd be effective in any role. I think you'd want him, you know, you, I think he'd be a good president. I think he'd be a great guy to coach your son's Little League team. Like, I just think he has a, a mind for management. Um, and then, of course, there's the one-man political phenomenon of Donald Trump, who's up 40 points. And, you know, man, I... I, I try not to get caught up in thinking about all these prosecutions and just getting so down about it. And the more I've thought about it recently, um, I just think he's going to find a way through it. I don't know how, because it looks like it's impossible, but he will find some means of look what he's up to up to this point. It's it's almost superhuman. I mean, I think other people would have just said, you know what, I'm going to go play golf. I'm done. Well, I was talking to people at the fundraiser yesterday, and I just said, how many 77-year-olds in America could do this? And, 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 and I'm just talking about take away everything. Like, he flew in, there. I don't know, there's 500 people, 400 people, whatever it is, at the fundraiser in Nashville. He shake hands with all of them. He poses. He glad hands. He then talks for an hour and 15 minutes. Hops back on a plane. I mean, the amount of energy. I mean, just and he had. I will say this: he had a funny bit of his uh, of his stump speech for the for the donors, where he was talking about Biden, and he's like, you know, he's standing up on the stage, and he says, "You would think that Joe Biden at least would be able to get off the stage. There's only two directions to go, and one of them doesn't have stairs." <laughs> you know, talking about how out of sorts Biden is. 
Um, but to your point, I was talking, how many people could even do this? And and then you add in all the other challenges and all the other legal. It's wild. It's just wild to think about where we are as a country right now. We'll get into some more of that. Also, what do you think about this? I mean, let's let's put it out there to our people. Do you support or do you oppose Trump's call for other candidates to drop at this? It's it's August, right? We we have not even had a debate yet. But we've also never seen a candidate ahead by 40 points. What do you think? 800-282-2882. You know, gun ownership comes with a lot of responsibility. And something you need to do as a responsible gun owner is keep your skills sharp and at a high level. There's getting to the range for practice, and then there's training between range visits at home. Well, how can you do that? I do it with the Mantis X system. Mantis X is a firearms training system that is a no-ammo, all-electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. It attaches to your firearm like a weapon light, connects to your phone and the Mantis X app. Your Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique. It gives you drills and courses to improve your aim. Nearly everyone improves within the first 20 minutes of using Mantis X. And it's fun, too. It's kind of addictive. Once you start really using it, you see you're just getting a little better, a little better. Those fundamentals, the trigger pull, front sight focus. You go, wow, I'm, I'm actually dialing in here. The Mantis X is a, a Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours, like I've got mine at home, MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995-G-O-L-D. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, 
LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. All right, so we got lines lit, and I, I love this because we always remember here that based on the polling, about half of our audience, Clay, they're, they're Trump. About 50% of the people listening, that means 50% are at least still considering another candidate. And I'm looking on the lines right now. We'll get to some of these calls. We have some people saying, you know, making their case for why everyone else should drum, uh, drop out. And we have other listeners who are saying, that's crazy. You know, I, I want to see what candidate so-and-so can do, and that's why we have a primary. So we'll get to some of those calls in a, in a moment. But here is something else. I'm, I'm sure you've seen this this legal theory, and we had a, a moment of it with, remember Marjorie, remember Marjorie Taylor Greene, who just got brought up this week as a possible VP candidate for Trump, as an aside, um, and she has a very good relationship with Trump. But this removal of somebody from the ballot because of having taken part in an insurrection. Now, Trump hasn't been charged with anything that would result in or that that is is insurrection or insurrection like there still could be a superseding indictment. But at the state level, have you seen this concern that they may try to take him off the ballot in some states? Do you see do you see any legal possibility of that? Well, my first thought is the places that would be most likely to take Trump off the ballot, he's not going to win, right? Like, so Trump not being on the ballot in California, right. since we don't have a national popular vote, or New York, really doesn't matter. Although you can argue that it would be a potential hindrance in terms of down ballot, because some people might not show up who would otherwise have shown up, even though he's going to lose those yeah, states. Yeah, the, the worry would be Michigan, Pennsylvania. Correct. Yeah, it, if that were to be first of all that is that is to me like break the glass level as bad as things are right now if that were to happen that would be break the glass level bad because that is a hundred percent rigging the election because really sadly there's like five states that are going to decide the election right wisconsin michigan pennsylvania uh, georgia arizona maybe nevada like six states, we can just toss them out to you right now. If he weren't on the ballot in any of those six, you are directly rigging the election. And I just want to be clear: there are libs making this argument openly, so uh, we're not we're not coming up with this. This is out there. You know, Carrie and I are leaving for Scotland this weekend, which I'm very excited about, and this trip uh, is going to be a lot of fun. But there is something we're going to miss, all of you, of course, but also the Giza Dream sheets that we've got on our bed at home. If you don't have a set of these yet, it is time to hook yourselves up. The sheets are made from the world's best cotton found in the Giza region of Egypt. They're ultra soft and breathable. Plus, they've got this real feeling of luxury. The good news is they're in stock in plentiful quantities right now, but that may not last. The sets of sheets start as low as $29.98 when you use promo code Clay and Buck. Giza Dream Sheets and all my pillow products have a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. They're the best sheets you're ever going to sleep on. Go to MyPillow.com, click Radio Listener Specials, and use promo code BUCK for these sheets as low as $29.98. That's MyPillow.com, promo code BUCK, or call this number, 800-792-3269. 
I want to say thanks to everybody. Uh, American Playbook, best-selling nonfiction book in America last week. So for the audience out there, no nonfiction book in America sold more copies than American Playbook. It was the number one bestseller. Uh, number one bestseller on Publishers Weekly, which is where they actually rank the number of copies sold. Number two bestseller in uh, Wall Street Journal. The New York Times, when we talk about dishonesty, when we talk about media, did not put American Playbook in the top 15 bestsellers nonfiction we sold, according to the numbers, right around 16,000 copies. Number one, best-selling nonfiction book in America by the numbers. They had the New York Times bestseller list, Buck. They had some books that sold 1,000 copies. They didn't put... We sold more nonfiction books than anyone in America. New York Times put some books that sold 1,000 copies in their top 15. Look, they didn't put us on it. The, the New York Times bestseller list. It's one of the few things that the Times still has that that is a that is in any way considered relevant beyond its very left wing audience. You know, it's yeah. it's a little bit um, a little bit of a holdover to when the Times had a lot more cultural resonance than it currently does. Um, I would just say uh, they do this. I, I mean, they clearly do this on purpose. But beyond that, um, it, it's a little bit like the college admissions process, right? They just they've rigged it so they can take who they want to take. And the New York Times has a or it's just like social uh, social media, big tech. Oh, it's the algorithm. Right. I mean, it shouldn't be the algorithm. It should just be people click on people don't click on. That's it. Same thing with book sales. But, oh, no, it's it's book sales, discounting bulk buys, not including Amazon, only the bookstores that we, you know, it's they create a black box for a reason. And this is what you're going through. What's wild is the, the, the store that we went to in New Jersey. The reason why we picked that one was because it's on the New York Times list. So we sold hundreds of copies there. I appreciate everybody who came out into that New Jersey area. But it's even with their rig job, the publisher, and Simon & Schuster, it's not like it's a small publisher, uh, even with their rig job, we tried to play the rules by their rig job, and they're still rigging it. And people can say, okay, why does it matter? I wanted to be, because some bookstores still take the times list, and they put you in the front of the bookstore. So people who may not, I love all of you out there who went and bought and made it the number one bestseller. You guys know me. My goal with the book and my goal in general for anybody out here who listens is to win. And to win, you have to reach people who may not know you exist. And so that is where I think the power of the times list is. They keep people who might be interested in the arguments that are made in this book and even on this radio show uh, and, and certainly at OutKick and everywhere else. They keep it from being seen. They are the gatekeepers in many ways, and it's frustrating that they're allowed to have such a fundamentally dishonest way. Well, well think about it this way, keep, right? Uh, imagine, imagine how everybody would look at. Uh, imagine how everybody would look at if you said the number one movie in the world is, and it was some like art house film yeah, about you know. Point. Uh, about uh, I, I don't know, like transgenderism in Iran or something, and everyone's just like, oh. And you're like, and you leave off the list, you know, Oppenheimer or Barbie or whatever the biggest yeah, thing is. Right. You go, sorry, we have our own way of calculating these things, you know. It's a great point. And you say, well, hold on a second. Like, what do you mean you have your, you know, if you're talking about the best seller, it's not the best book, it's the best seller. So it's Correct. inherently dishonest. Uh, we have every line lit. By, well, and, and some calls. What's fascinating, Clay, is we got every line lit and people have very uh, different points of view on this one. We'll start with Keith uh, in Polk County, Florida. What's going on, Keith? Hey, thanks for taking my call. 
Uh, what I want to say is we have to stand with Donald Trump. The reason being, we've got to let these commies know that they cannot do what they're trying to do because, look, if they can do it to him, they can do it to the next Republican. We're so, Keith, really you're of the opinion, you agree with Trump, everybody else at this point should drop out and it should just be, hey, Trump's the nominee before we even get to Iowa, before we even get to New Hampshire, let's roll. That You're, you're all in on the Trump train. Yes, sir, because he's proved himself. I know he'll fight for our freedom. He's yeah. a fighter. Look what look what he's been through. Look at the hell they're putting him through. The evil bastards are trying to lock him up for the rest of his life. They're freaking evil, and we need to stand against them and let them know we're not going to take this. Well, Keith, we stand with you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for calling in, and I'm still excited that he just referred to them as commies, by the way. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that was great. Keith, know, Keith knows what time it is. Robert in Miami, a fellow Miamian. What's going on, Robert? Hey, what's up? Well, I think that to uh, drop everyone out of the race is going to limit the chances of someone else emerging like Ramaswamy. I don't think, uh, you know, as strong as he is, and he might actually be a good president again if he gets the chance, but I don't think he's going to get the chance. I think the chances of him drawing in women votes, drawing in black votes, drawing in younger votes, are even worse than they were before. So I don't think he's going to be able to do it uh, well in the general. Well, one thing, thank someone you, like Robert. Ramas- uh, I'm sorry, Go. You, you had more? Go ahead. Well, someone like Ramaswamy, if he gets far enough, I think would do well in the black vote. It would be nice to have somebody with 150, 155 IQ or whatever it is in the presidency again, have everything real professional, organized, kick ass, and um, he can also obviously lure the black vote. It's going to be hard for them to call him a racist. And I noticed that the uh, Black Information Network, um, which is in in um, Miami, they broadcast from here, they referred to Ron DeSantis as a, as a thug. And that is partially as a result of the that uh, gaffe that they did with uh, talking about slavery was beneficial to black people because they could learn a trade. And yeah, well, that's, that's not the call. That was that, a that's that was not a bro- that's a lie. That's not like, what was said. Not- yeah, yeah, no. But I, I think it's important everyone remember we had the we had one of the black history scholars involved in the creation of the hundred and sixty or so or some odd um, uh, effectively you know coverage points of the curriculum that was one of 160 and it was specifically in the context of uh blacks who had been enslaved who had become highly skilled in a certain area um upon their freedom and i told the story is amazing story of a ship captain yeah who was like turns around and starts you know kicking confederate uh butt out there in naval battles and doing all this stuff that was the point of the point, if you will, uh, the, the talking point in that. But um, can we get Mike in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, actually here? Because I, I want to um, – Mike, you're talking about the Trump – this is this argument that these libs make. I know it sounds crazy right now, but they they might try to use um, a, a constitutional provision in, in, I think it's the 14th Amendment, to try to kick him off a state ballot, right? Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm worried about losing. Basically, how how many independents can Trump bring over if we get behind somebody like Ramaswamy or DeSantis? I just feel a whole lot better about being able to win the election. So I'm this in Pennsylvania. Is, 
Yeah, thank, I, I, Buck, your point on if they try to take Trump off the ballot in any state, but in particular in the five or six where the election is going to be decided, that is, even for what they're doing now, which is truly unprecedented, that is a level of diabolical totalitarianism that I, I, Find I mean, it Clay, hard to believe that we would be able to deal with, but I find it's it almost as crazy as four criminal indictments against I know, that's the. What I'm saying, like, you know, it, it's it's almost any argument you could make that they could do to Trump or try to do to Trump. I can't even think that it's crazy enough to uh, to, to to be totally dismissing, dismissive so, of. You know, the, the, in the Fourteenth Amendment, just so everyone's clear, what the arg- the argument that they are making, I, I don't think, and I'm sure we could get one of our favorite constitutional scholars to come on and talk about this. I think there are some hurdles to this, even if they tried to do it. For example, Trump has not been found guilty in a court of any act of, of insurrection. Uh, and, uh, and, and he hasn't even been charged really with, I don't, I mean, nothing, certainly not insurrection. He hasn't been charged with anything that would rise this level, but they're looking at the 14th amendment and it's banned against those who engaged in insurrection against the United States from holding any civil, military or elected office without the approval of two thirds of the House and Senate. The amendment, this is from the Senate's official website, just to be clear. The amendment prohibited former Confederate states from repaying war debts and compensating former slave owners for the emancipation of their slave, enslaved people, etc. That's what they tried to get Marjorie That's Taylor right. Greene kicked off with, That's right. for people out there who remember. And we had Marjorie Taylor Greene on, and we walked through the process, and it is a crazy argument, but they attempted to it, make it happen in Georgia. I think in Georgia it was kind of a dry run and a lot of people made the argument at the time it was kind of a practice run for what they may try to do to Trump. I don't know if they will go there, but it does. It, how, can you take anything off the table when it comes to the Democrat machine and stopping Donald Trump? No, look, when you raise the issue, I think it's absurd. And we had, I, was it like a year and a half ago or so, we probably had Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I did all the legal research on this. And we had her on and we walked through the argument. But no, Buck. I mean, when you're sitting and look at how diabolical they have been, there is nothing you can toss out there where I say, oh, that's beneath them. There's no way they would stoop that low. Of course they're going to try everything under the sun because they are committed to the idea that Trump is Hitler in their minds. We'll get to more of your calls, also some of your VIP emails coming up here Uh, In just a moment, support U.S. funded resources. Phoenix Capital Group invites you to invest in the heart of America with domestic energy corporate bonds. Phoenix Capital connects private investor principal with direct investments in domestic energy assets. Your venture in these U.S. backed equities can gain up to nine to 12 percent annual interest paid monthly. It's a vote of confidence, the American dream in the unwavering spirit that built our nation. To find out more, download the Phoenix Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. Investment in bonds have a certain amount of risk associated with it, and you should only invest if you can afford to bear the risk of loss. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 9 to 12% APY. Download the Phoenix Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. Geek out with the guys on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. A new episode every Sunday. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash buck and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Hey, the tones of Scotland. It's getting me ready for it, folks. Getting ready for it. I'm excited. I even have some ancestry. I should probably find out from where. I have some ancestry in Scotland and Ireland, but, you know, I'm, I'm not as good at tracking down that stuff. Bagpipes. Bagpipes definitely an acquired taste, but uh, I love it's a taste that I, I have acquired from watching Braveheart and Outlander. So, and also Rob Roy, which was pretty good back in the day. I don't know if people remember that movie with uh, Liam Neeson before. Might be his most badass role before he was uh, the guy in Taken. Rob Roy was, that guy was no joke. Um, also, a drink named after him. Is it a good drink? I've never had a Rob Roy. Is it good? It's pretty tasty. Well, that's nice. You don't want a ba- It's like a sandwich or a drink. You want one that tastes good to be named after you. It's kind of a bummer, you know, if you've got something that's not. So- Isn't there a Larry David episode on that where they, they name a sandwich? At, am I, you know, of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Someone has a oh, sandwich named her. after him. And it's not a good sandwich, and he's upset about it. Um, you know, because you want a good sandwich. You want a good drink. Let's get to some of these uh, some of these calls as well. I, I also will. Um, uh, Clay, I, I'm going to talk in the next hour a little bit at the top here. I'm here in New York City right now, and they're thinking about setting up tents now just almost on the streets in New York for the migrants. It's crazy. The, with the, the, they are asylum seekers, which is a form of refugee status. 
they're getting effectively temporary refugee status. These are refugee camps. They're setting up refugee camps in New York City right now. That is when they think the price tag is $12 billion to deal with this issue. $12 billion. Okay. Uh, I think that's a, that's a big deal. Um, let's take, uh, I want to hear from Gary in Fort Myers, Florida. We've got a lot of Florida calls today. What's up, Gary? Hey, how are you doing? Good. We're great. Good, good. Hey, I just had a few points I wanted to make. I'm an independent voter, voted for Ron DeSantis. What I'll say is, who won their second time around uh, when running? Ron DeSantis, not Donald Trump, right? By a majority. And he's been a beacon of light. The other point I also wanted to make here in Florida was Donald Trump was the one that had Fauci in place and didn't take him out of there during COVID, which I have a problem with. Gary, thanks for so, calling in. Uh, I, I, do you have more, Gary? I'm sorry. I did, go go ahead. No, 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 no. That, that's okay. pretty much. I just wanted to make those few points. I, you know, you know, I, I, I hear the, you know the president, and I love him for what he did, but. You know, most of the young people and the independents and, and people I talk to down here, you know, he he may get 30 percent of the vote there. But. We'll see. We'll see, Gary. I mean, look, I, I'm pretty clear on this. Uh, I think as a governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, as a governor, gets an A plus. Um, I and, you know, people are entitled to their opinions. They think otherwise. But I think he's been a phenomenal governor for sure. Um, the numbers haven't gone his way on the uh, on the presidential primary side. It's just that's just where we are. Um yeah, and I think you're 100% right. If they don't go his way coming out of the debate, I don't know how they're going to move. Right? To me, the debate is for everybody out there. If you're Tim Scott, you're Nikki Haley, you are Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Vivek, whoever you are, I would say that's the you know top tier. If it doesn't move your way after the debate, you're done, I think. Bonnie in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Bonnie, what have you got for us? Yes, thank you, gentlemen. I listen to you every day. I have retinitis pigmentosis. I'm a retired professional woman, and I'm white. I will tell you, I hear more than anybody because of my eyesight. And here's what it is. DeSantis, no. A woman, no. If Trump would just sit back and pick the vet, I recently heard him. And I'll tell you something, he's energetic, he's young, he got these young people going, he got these women going, and they would make a great team because he does not ever down Trump. When I saw him in Cleveland, he, 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 uh, he praised Trump, he never said, like Christie, forget it, but he needs to wine and dine the vet, and after this debate, announce it and the two of them should go bonkers and clean this up so bonnie i'm, I'm going to say i'm going to say that uh i think right now vivek is the most likely vp candidate for donald trump now vivek can say he won't do that or he's uninterested in that and that's fine because anyone in his shoes would say that i think vivek is is the is the odds-on favorite to be trump's vp if he gets the nomination which he certainly is the odds-on favorite for so i see it the way you do i think it's an interesting point for vivek now strategically buck I think he's going to do really well in debate. But you just heard from Bonnie and Lancaster. We know Vivek. We've had him on the show a bunch of different times. A lot of people aren't as plugged in as you or me or all the people listening to us are right now. And they're going to tune into Fox News, and they're not going to have heard a lot of these guys talk before. And I think they're going to be impressed by Vivek. 
And then Vivek's going to have an interesting decision to make. Maybe he already has to make. Is he running to win or is he running to be VP? Well, think about it this way. Even if he's running to be VP under Trump, and let's say that ticket wins, who's on the launch pad for 2028 yeah. right away? So true. if he's willing to play the long game, which a guy who's worth that much money, I think, self-made is, the long game is he's VP this round, he goes for president the next time. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, our service members, and first responders who die or are severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us. We're honoring the men and women who risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. 